At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. That's a football Friday in Las Vegas. Matt Humans here. What more could you want than Derek Stevens in a cowboy hat and Wes Reynolds <laughs> in studio tonight to kick off the show? How's it going, cowboy? Yeah, it's, 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 it's uh, great, but this is not Al Scalia. No, no. This it is smells about, like this is about this three is Al Scalliots uh, here, uh, you know, so uh, <clears throat> filling in the role for Mr. Scalliot, the fine proprietor of Brooklyn's Best Pizza. He did stop by with about eight pizzas tonight, so we have the Brooklyn's Best Pizza here, Derek, if uh, you and your staff are hungry. Well, we're always going to be hungry, but <laughs> but I've never I never had. I mean, Wes is in the middle. I like, I like to see Wes. I want to bring good. Wes in tonight for a couple of reasons. We're going to talk a little college hoops later in the first hour, but also Wes Reynolds is a historian. So when I uh, brought back uh, memories of the Stardust Invitational, I knew Wes Reynolds would appreciate it, Derek. And when I was talking to you over the summer and we were planning this idea, uh, you weren't really familiar with that contest at the Stardust, but I know Wes Reynolds knew about it because he pays attention to everything that happens on the planet. And Wes, when you were living back in Indiana when the Stardust Invitational was happening, I guarantee you were listening on the radio, weren't you? I did actually listen yeah. on the radio. And when I didn't, I was looking for the picks in the morning. Of course, I, I believe it was, who was the co-host with John mm-hmm. Kelly? Uh, John Kelly, I think had a variety of co-hosts on that, yeah. on that show. Um, 
because there was obviously the Stardust Invitational, and then there was the Stardust Line Gene, on Gene Sunday. Gene Harvey was the yes. engineer, yes. right? Yes, yeah. yes, uh, the Stardust Line on Sunday with mm-hmm. J.K. and Dave Koken and Ron Frazier, boxing trainer. So uh, always would listen to those shows, and it, it was fun. I mean, look, like you would get like celebrities, though, in that. You'd get like real sports bettors and you know pro handicappers. Then you'd get like Mayor Goodman or a former UNLV player or something like that. So I'm glad you brought it back. Yeah, it's been a uh, big hit this season. We're going to get into week 14 tonight. We have 11 contestants remaining out of the field of 16. Three more cuts until we get to the Elite Eight for the final three weeks here of the $25,000 Circuit Friday Football Invitational. Derek Stevens, how's Rodeo Week been downtown Vegas? It's really been unbelievable. This yeah. might be the biggest rodeo um, ever. I mean, it's been four years since this has happened, so it's been it's been pretty good. Uh, my mom was watching last night. She said, you look great in a cowboy hat. I would tell you the one thing, man. Yeah. How about we talk to Bill Aidy <clears throat> about, about something else? Okay. This studio is not appropriate when you wear a cowboy hat. Look at this. All the shadows, all that. <laughs> there's no there's no, much, there's no makeup. That anybody, like nothing else. I, mean, I look like I'll take it off. I don't want to look Amish and go, like, look like this. But, I mean, come on. Now, I, mean, like, I can't look as good as Wes. I mean, uh, Wes uh, is. Oh, God. Wes shaved the, his head before the, tonight. The fashion show. plate of Eason right here. Right? This is not Good Morning America. We don't have makeup artists. We don't have wardrobe specialists. And um, no. I think the lights are a, bit, a little bit too bright. But we've talked about this for months, and uh, they keep the lights cranked up uh, to the max in here. They absolutely do. But there's no uh, there's no uplighting at all. I mean, we have to do this in a casino, man. And, and, and <laughs> this is terrible. Look at the shadows. Terrible. Now, if I took my cowboy head off, I'd have some serious head hair. So I don't want to do that. All right, let's talk about the Circus Survivor Contest. And I was getting texts from people last night wondering, hey, do you know how many people took the Raiders? That's not going to be announced until tomorrow, right? Correct. I wish I knew. I really wish I knew. But let's be honest. I mean, we had to have a few, right? I mean, there's no question. I mean, mm-hmm. when you look at the availability chart, look at Buffalo. Only 8 out of 70 had Buffalo available. When you look over at Dallas, I'm obviously the biggest favorite. Only nine out of seventy have them available. Two on Philadelphia, you know. Two on San Francisco. That's where I think. Like, if I had to take a guess right now, I think I think Seattle's going to be a big selection. I think the, you know, the the Raiders could have been like a bit of a selection, but there's only mm-hmm. sixteen out of the seventy that even had the Raiders available. I would assume, based upon when you look at the availability chart. A few had to have taken the Raiders. So we just don't know right now. You would think maybe more than a few. You and I were in here last week talking about this, and we thought the Buccaneers were going to be picked by a decent amount of people, and uh, they were available. And on Monday night, the Bucks came back to beat the uh, Saints. No sweat if you had the Buccaneers. On no but sweat. nobody picked them, Derek. Nobody had the Buccaneers last week. Are you kidding me? I mean, this this is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the, the Buccaneers come back, Tom Brady doing what Tom Brady does, and then and then also, you know, what Carson did, it's unbelievable. I mean, what oh, Baker did. Wow. I mean, well, I'll tell you what. The uh, the Raiders found ways to lose that game, just like the Saints found ways to lose it on Monday night. And uh, how do you, you how do you learn the plays with one practice? Well, you, was, you guys are pros here. I mean, I, I'm just a guest. I'm a guest that comes in. But how do you how do you learn these plays? I think they kept the playbook simple for him. He's been around the NFL long enough, but still, it's a <clears throat> Excuse me, a pretty impressive accomplishment. He's able to step in on uh, 48 hours' notice and uh, 
beat the Raiders like that. But it's also an embarrassment to the Raiders. And uh, there's a lot more to talk about with that game, which uh, we're going to talk about tonight and on tomorrow night's NFL preview show in here in the Circus Studio because that's uh, a devastating loss for the Raiders in a lot of ways. And uh, Wes, I might, I think it might spell the end of Derek Carr. And I'm not yeah. going to put all the blame on Derek Carr for what happened last night because you can blame the defensive coordinator, you can blame Jerry Tillery. For oh the my goodness, I'm surprised yeah. he's still employed today. I know the penalties. The, the defensive breakdowns, some people are going to blame, blame Josh McDaniels. But Derek Carr, put, the Raiders put 10 points on the board in the first 12 minutes of the game. Got nothing but two field goals the rest of the way. As a quarterback, you've got to be the closer. You've got to slam the door shut. What Derek Carr does repeatedly is yeah. leave the back door propped open. And they, they allowed the Rams a chance to come back and beat them. That was a worse loss for the Raiders than when they lost to Jeff Saturday in his first game yeah. when Indianapolis came out here. Because at least you knew Indianapolis, that's a really motivated team. Season is still alive. The Rams' season is dead. Oh, dead. Wow. And, and they were playing like they were playing for a playoff spot at the end, and the Raiders, I think, got way too conservative. Rams had a six-game losing streak, and the uh, Raiders had a three-game winning streak stop. So, Derek... Back to the uh, Survivor Contest. We don't know how many contestants took the Raiders. We have 70 left. Uh, We started with a field of uh, 6,133. So that's obviously 6.133 million in the prize pool. The carnage has slowed down quite a bit here in the past few weeks. We haven't lost many contestants. No, in the last three weeks we went from 74 to 71 to 70, so it's slowed down. But this is the whole element about Circus Survivor. Remember when we talk about couple different strategies, the bull rush, the option, the double option, the triple mm-hmm. option. But this is always when people want to talk about the Merlin reversal. When you take the end of the season, you got to work your way back. And you really never know how the uh, how the numbers are going to play out. You know, I made a comment, I think, a couple weeks ago. I was like, who did not take Dallas on Thanksgiving? Well, obviously, when you when you look at this, I mean, we have nine nine contestants that have Dallas available. I would assume all nine took Dallas with with this. I mean, what, we were from sixteen and a half to seventeen to seventeen and a half right now, so it has to be the the play. I think you got to play the seventeen and a half point favorite, no doubt. Absolutely, about it. I mean, it's you rare live. you get a steam on a seventeen point favorite on a Thursday <laughs> afternoon in the NFL. Right, that's true. That's all right, true. Derek, what sort of update do you have for us on the Circa Millions contest? Well, right now, you know, we're paying out. We got a lot of people coming in tomorrow that are uh, coming up and picking up large checks. So we're going to have a, a whole bunch of people showing up at noon tomorrow. A handful of people are coming over here at 530 tomorrow. All the big large checks. When you look at the third quarter winners, I mean, think about this. We got a three-way tie for third, for first. Bradshaw, Machine, and Panzer. They had a, they had a chop it at 17-3. and three. So that pays two fifty, so eighty three thousand three hundred thirty three dollars for first. What's also interesting, we've got a five way tie for fourth and fifth. Mm-hmm. So they're all picking up five grand. So a handful of them are being tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. Uh, nice paychecks to pick up tomorrow for those entrants in the uh, Circa Millions contest. All right, let's take a look at the Circa Friday Football Invitational standings and. Uh, Wes, we don't have any VSIN personalities in this contest, and that's intentional, but I'm trying to come up with uh, an idea. I'm going to pitch to Derek later for a college basketball contest. We could start when this is over, and uh, it would happen here on Friday nights. Obviously, it's not going to be uh, 
to the big scale that uh, this football contest is, but uh, Wes Reynolds might be involved in that college hoops contest. Well, I can't reveal the details yet. We'll talk about it in future weeks. Here are the standings for the Friday Football Invitational. Five plays a week, NFL and college sides and totals against the spread here by the Circus Sports Numbers. Doug Kazarian of ESPN still on top with 40 total points, 39-24-2 against the spread, 7-4-2 on his best bets. Chuck Edel, Las Vegas pro better. Jeff Whitelaw, Las Vegas pro better. Chuck, one point back. Whitelaw, one and a half back. And then Chris Felica of ESPN, the Bear, two points back of Doug. How about the Bear? Ten and three on his best bets. Yep. Nice job by him. Randy McKay, Joey Fortuna, James Salinas, Paul Stone, Mark Lawrence, uh, all right there above 500. And uh, the two guys are going to be sweating the cut this week down at the bottom, Dan Saley and Brian Edwards. Well, Brian Edwards has a little sweat right here. I mean, think about the the bottom end of this is, is spread out. I mean, Brian Edwards needs to have a, a big Mm-hmm. Big week. He and had to hit his two help. outer last week That's to advance. Right. Yeah, he, he's, he really needs to hang in there. Uh, I think Mark Lawrence and above are in good shape right now, but but uh, right now, there, I don't think we, I don't think I've been in here on on a weekend when someone is in such a precarious position. Brian Edwards, he's got to go four <laughs> and one yep. versus Dan Saley. Yep. Right. Or you got no shot. Yep. And this is tougher, Wes, for the guys who are college football specialists. The Bear, uh, obviously Dan Saley, Paul Stone. The Bear sent me a text today, said, quote, hate this card so much. <laughs> but you got to come up with five plays regardless. Yeah, and, and exactly. And uh, even Randy McKay, who you would think this would kind of be his advantage week with the FCS games, but three of the FCS games tonight, only one tomorrow. So far cut, Mike North, Steve Fezzik, Aaron Renning, Chris Zanuck, and Bobby Buckets Brubeck fell by the wayside a week ago. All right, quick break. We come back. We're going to take an in-depth look at NFL Week 14 with Derek Stevens and Wes Reynolds. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. College football bowl season about to kick off. Eason has you covered with this year's college football bowl guide. The guide has picks on the spread and total of every game from Vsin experts and Brent Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has power rankings for every team, breaks down the motivational factors that affect the games. Josh Applebaum, insight into bowl betting strategy. Adam Burke can help give you an advantage if you are a part of bowl confidence pools. Everybody's in a bowl pool. Give yourself an edge. Visit vcin.com. Slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide, vsin.com slash subscribe. Wes, I've written up a couple bowl games. I know you're working on some, too. We're going to try to Mm -hmm. put these write-ups out a little bit uh, later than usual this year. It's not all going to be packed into the first bowl guide because bowl season's really changed quite a bit with the transfer portal and everything that happens now in the offseason. you got to be careful. How you handicap these guys? A fluid situation. Things can change. Coaches, coaches leaving. We've already seen Scott Satterfield go to Cincinnati. Uh, Now he's playing his old team, Louisville, but he's not going to be involved in the game. Jeff Brom, of course, now goes to uh, his home uh, school at Louisville from uh, Purdue. So not only that, the transfer portal and then the draft. Guys opting out, and then plus the normal stuff we always had to deal with. You know, who's getting suspended? Who's getting arrested? you know, over finals week or who's getting in a bar fight or what have you. So a lot of moving parts to handicap these bowls. I had a, I had a couple of conversations uh, earlier today. NBA is the most difficult sport to book starting three years ago. But I think college bowl season might exceed that. The opt-outs are crazy. I mean, NBA mm-hmm. used to be a great thing to book, but now with, Time management, load management, it's brutal for these guys. But I think college college bowl season might be the most difficult element to book. All you can do is you you gotta you gotta put limits at a certain level, and then as you grow as you get closer and closer and closer. But the impact the agents have is unbelievable. So these guys in the back, I mean, they're they're like flying blind right now. It's 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 brutal. So I'm glad you said that, Wes, because uh, booking booking college bowl season is is ridiculous. Yeah, Femi and I talked about the NBA, and Femi I think made the right point. It's going to become where it's more prop action because it is so hard with all these guys with the load management, and knowing who's going to play, and figuring that out on a night to night basis. I don't know how JVT does it, but you're going to see more prop betting. I think more inside and total. Did betting. anybody? Did anyone on the top four teams back out? 
yet? Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba yeah. for Ohio State. Now, he was battling an injury. Star receiver, probably going to be a first-round pick. Certainly going to be a first-round pick. He was pick. not playing much this season. Yeah, anyway. yeah. So, <clears> so he's, he's not going to play. But, you know, we had uh, Malik Cunningham from Louisville. He's going to be out today. So as you get there, that's why you can't bet so many of these openers anymore on bowls. It used to be you and I, Matt, we would attack these things. I bet a few on. But I, I, I bet yeah. a few, but not as many. I bet a few on games where I was pretty confident I was getting the best in the number with mm-hmm. opt-outs hopefully coming on the other side. Mm-hmm. But Wes, you and I will talk about bowl games a little bit more later. Derek, as a, as a casino owner, as a, a sportsbook operator, you love to book the NFL, right? Absolutely. Okay, let's talk. NFL Week 14. All right, what do we and, got? Uh, tell me what the action's like behind the book. Let's do a rundown here and start with your Lions. And the Sharps love the Lions this week, and they are short home favorites over the Vikings, who um, most people think are the biggest frauds in the NFL at 10-2. and two. Yeah, 10-2. I mean, there's no question. I don't think I've ever seen a 10-2 and two team that is more disliked than, than the, <laughs> my, the, the Vikings, right? right? And then, obviously, go back, go back to uh, – let's go back to the first two weeks of September – when the Lions were were the number one favorite team. I mean, people love the hard knocks. People Mm -hmm. love Dan Campbell. And all of a sudden, it's coming to roost right now. And obviously, I think we've all seen the Dan Campbell comments when the the, uh, journalists were asking, like, What's it like to be a favorite? And like, uh, I don't know how to. I don't know how to deal with that. I uh, I could get banned for life out of this one. But uh, I'm shocked. Yes. He shouldn't be, though, if he really – I'm sure he's not a subscriber to Pro Football Focus or Football Outsiders or all these, you know, football metric sites that tell you that Minnesota is not as good as its record indicates. If you look at the numbers, and they've been living right, Derek, nine of their wins – they have ten wins, nine of their wins, nine and zero oh in one-score games are the Minnesota Vikings. There's no question this team should be seven and five, not five and seven. There's a reason why they're a favorite because they're going to win this game. Wow, I'm with you. Look at that. <clears throat> Cowboys you. got some swagger over there. The Detroit Lions are going to win the game. Have you seen – are you heavy on the Lions? You got a lot of sharp money on the Detroit yeah, I mean, side? It's been, yeah, it's been all Lion money. It's yeah. been, I mean, I, I just hope we don't have to get to a three. If we get to a three, we're going to be in trouble. So I think we're going to go to two and a half, minus, minus 15, minus 20. If we got to get to a three, we're, we're in deep trouble. All right, how about Jets' Bills? And uh, Bill's double-digit favorites here in the uh, rematch of a game they lost a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's been at 10 for a little while. It stayed at 10. Okay, Ravens and Steelers. Lamar Jackson, doubtful. I can't see how he's going to play. It's going to be a Brett Hunt, or, uh, Tyler, Tyler Huntley. Huntley. I was thinking UCLA quarterback Brett Huntley. This is Tyler Huntley of uh, Utah at quarterback for the Ravens. I mean, clearly a defensive game right here. I mean... We opened at 36, or 37, went down to 36 and a half. This has been all upon the under. Is there a weather concern in Pittsburgh? Not that I know of. I was looking at it today. It didn't look like it was going to be anything abnormal. Okay. It looks like a, a 13-10, 16-13 type of game, doesn't it? The way the, way the numbers have moved um, makes me think that there may be a weather concern a little bit. Okay, let's go with the Eagles and Giants. And uh, some concern with Saquon Barkley, Giants running back. And uh, it looks like he's going to be a game-time decision, Derek. And the Eagles right now have DraftKings up to 7.5. Yeah, that's what we're seeing, like 7.5 on Philly. Um, this is a great game to tell the VSIN listeners you must need alternate outs. So we're hanging a 7 still. But the difference between a seven to seven and a half, it may not make a difference in this day, 
But over the course of the season, you know, Matt, the importance of that, this is a very important hook. So I would tell everybody that's listening, shop, shop, shop. We're going to get to another game like that here in a minute. Uh, how about the Browns and the Bengals? Deshaun Watson did not look so uh, hot in his first game back for the Browns last week. Well, he looked terrible, and Joe Burrow looks like he's going <laughs> to be a boss here going mm-hmm. forward. The Joe Burrow and the Bengals might be important in Circus Survivor as we come, because not a lot of people are taking the Bengals yet because mm-hmm. some of them were saving them for the million-dollar bonus, but all of a sudden the Bengals are starting to look real, real good, and Jamar Chase coming back is going to be interesting. That's a good point, too. How about the uh, Jaguars and the Titans? And uh, Trevor Lawrence is questionable with a uh, toe injury. Yeah, we're going to see a little volatility based upon that. Um, I we're, we're hanging a three and a half. Earlier today, we were at a four down to a three and a half. Obviously, there's a little bit of Trevor Lawrence love, but again, you got Vrabel in this defense. So, but how do you, just with this defense, how do you lay three in the hook? Both quarterbacks, by the way, questionable. Uh, Tannehill yeah. has not been 100%. Then the Titans, a mass unit on defense. A tease here. A couple guys in the Circuit Friday Football Invitation will have a best bet on this game. How about Texans and Cowboys? Wes is predicting the Davis Mills and the Texans right into Dallas and pull the outright upset. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, this is one of those games where you really can't tease that easily. I mean, 17 and a half points, you're not going to be able to tease the Cowboys in over. It's a correlated, correlated, correlated teaser, correlated Mm -hmm. parlay. But I I found it interesting that we went to 17 and a half. Now rodeo's in town. But we got got Texas versus Texas right now, right? I don't think think many people, many Texans fans are going to. Them Cowboys ain't going to the window to take the Houston Texans, (laughs) brother. You're going to be heavy on the Dallas Cowboys probably. Uh, Okay, here's a game I'm seeing three and three and a half in the market. Dolphins Chargers moved to Sunday night football. And the uh, Dolphins three and a half here at Circa, right? I think this is going to be clearly the number one bet game like by, by a long shot but based upon the flex. Um, obviously, the Dolphins have become the, now the new team that people love to watch. They're exciting to watch. What Tyreek's doing, what is doing, everything else like that. But the fact they went to a three and a half, interesting. interesting. Chargers really banged up on defense, by the yeah. way. Chargers seem like they're always banged up. Uh, Derwin James looks like he's doubtful. In that one. Okay, Bucks of 49ers, Derek. Well, I mean, everything's all been about the whole story about Jimmy G, the whole story about now. Purdy, Purdy, Purdy. You know, John uh, Sean King's uh, favorite, favorite player in all mm-hmm. this. Um, are you going to lay three and a half against Tom Brady? I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm actually on the dog here, but I'm a glutton that, for punishment. That's a I good think, teaser uh, leg, too, by the way, even though it's not through three and seven. But getting that to nine and a half, I'll make Brock Purdy beat me by ten. Yeah, that's a uh, low total, too, in that game of 37, right yep. there. Okay, Chiefs, Broncos. This was Hold post- on. Let's go back to that okay. for the 49ers real quick. Is there a weather issue there? we got to watch out the weather because it's coming out of the northwest. Wes? I haven't seen anything. I just think this is a low total because yeah. Brock Purdy's making his first start. Obviously, we saw what we saw from Tampa Bay. They can't score until the final two minutes of the game. The Buccaneers because that's what they've done all year. They've failed to score more than 22 points in their last eight games, the Buccaneers. How about Chiefs and Broncos? This was supposed to be Sunday night football. Moved to afternoon. Derek, what do you have on uh, KC Denver? We opened at nine and a half and went down to sevens, but nothing but Broncos money. How about Monday night, Patriots and Cardinals? Well, it was a one, went to one and a half. Haven't seen a lot yet. Still too early. All right, Derek Stevens of Circa. Derek, thanks for stopping by Cowboy Up.
This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, welcome back to the segment of Saturday Bet Prep presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're seeking. Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and it's completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find the store near you at zen.com at zyn.com today. Warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Wes Reynolds, Matt Eumann's back here on the uh, Circa Friday Football Invitational Show. Wes, I've got two cans of uh, Zen here, one wintergreen, one citrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is your favorite? <laughs> Let's say this is the Buccaneers plus three and a half, and this is the 49ers minus three and a half. Which We're one going with the dog here, the wintergreen. You're going with the wintergreen over citrus, all right. Uh, both of them are good. Check them out if uh, you want to try Zen. Okay, let's get to uh, some NFL and uh, college bowl talk. Then you and I are going to hit on some college hoops to finish the hour, too. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of your NFL best bets here to uh, tail our discussion with Derek Stevens, breaking down the uh, where the action is for Week 14. I think it's pretty clear that the uh, Lions are the sharp side against the uh, Vikings this week, and the uh, Sharps are trying to fade the Vikings every week. It's not yeah. working out so well. I had the Jets last I, week. I had the Jets last week as well, and they outgained Minnesota by 200 yards, by the way. 486, not good enough. 486 to 287. that 5.9 yards per play to 4.3 yards per play. What's that? about that play calling from uh, uh, the offensive coordinator, LaFleur, there in New York? Jeez. Not that sharp. No. I'm not a big fan of the LaFleur brothers as no, coaches. Nor but, am I. Uh, anyway, Mike White threw for 369 yards and uh, two picks, which uh, proved to be big in that game. But the Vikings escape again. They're 10-2. and two. Uh, Nobody believes in them. Very few people believe in them. No sharps believe in them. Let's put it that way. So the Lions now in a rare role as home favorites. Wes, you were... On the Lions here, what number did you lay, and did you use this as a contest play? I just laid the money line. Okay. And uh, we have not gotten our contest entry uh, in yet, but I, I think that's probably going to get used. And, look, uh, if you read the VEASAN Best Bets column, which I hope that you all do every week, uh, Dave Tooley did make a very fair point here that Detroit's not used to this favorite role, mm-hmm. and that's the one thing that concerns me. But if you really look in the numbers, and you mentioned it just last week against the Jets, go overall for the season – Detroit rated 13th overall DVOA at Football Outsiders, Vikings 20th. On offense, Detroit 9th, Minnesota 18th. Defensively, Detroit 19th, which has been trending upwards late in the season. Minnesota 18th. Even on special teams, Lions 9th, Vikings 20th. Detroit's averaging 31.9 at home, only 18 on the road. But they win football games by average of 4 at home and lose by 7.4 on the road. That's an 11.4 differential home and road split. That's a... Big number here. And I think Detroit finally healthy. They have everybody pretty much available now. They have, of course, right. Jamison Williams, the first rounder from Alabama, with St. Brown, Quintus Cephas practice this week, Swift and Williams, the running backs, the offensive line in good shape. You know, I maybe I'm being stubborn here, Matt, and we can often be stubborn as betters, but I just I eventually Minnesota being 9-0 and in one-score games, including a win over the Lions, where the Lions had, a, I believe, a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Should have won that game. Minnesota's got the voodoo. And, look, I played them on the overseason wins, played the division, the NFC North. Those are going to cash. But 
This team, this team. I even said it last week because I was so aggravated with the uh, Jets not covering when they should have won the damn game. I was like, this team is poverty. This team is absolute poverty. This team is terrible. How are they ten and two? But probably <laughs> stubborn guys like me that are going to fade them are going to get it. You know where again? Well, uh, you and I both had the Jets last week. We came up short. Jets plus three, lost by five, and they outgained the Vikings by two hundred yards. But anyway, move on. Uh, this game is supposed to be Sunday night football. Chiefs at Broncos, and I believe the uh, what's the losing streak now for the Broncos in the series? Is it nine games? Is it twelve games? Yeah, it's lengthy. Uh, whatever it is, I had it written down. I can't find it. It's around ten games. Uh, you're going to take the points here. This number was nine and a half. I thought it might get to ten. I saw it dip to nine today. Uh, why would you take the points with the Broncos in this game? Is is it because you think the uh, this trend of low scoring close games continues here between the and uh, Broncos? Uh, I, situation. I actually kind of do. If you yeah. look at the Broncos, and look, the Broncos are not one of the best. They're one of the worst teams in the league. They're certainly one of the worst offenses in the league. So, But they're tough to get margin on. If you look this year, they only have one loss by double digits. That yeah. was at Carolina just a few weeks ago. Three of their losses were in overtime. They were 8.5 at Baltimore last week and covered. I know, I know Jackson got hurt, but still... You know, that's a Baltimore team that's right in the thick of the AFC, and the Broncos probably should have won the game. They had a 9-3 lead late, and Baltimore gets a touchdown in the final couple minutes. The under is 11-1 in Broncos game, so it's tough for teams to score on these guys. This defense is still one of the best defenses in the league. I think they were like fourth in DVOA. If you look at also Mahomes in recent years, uh, and these are division games only, of laying seven or more on the road, he's 7-0 and straight up, but he's only 1-6 and against the number. So, you know, it might be tough, and the Chiefs, are they smarting from last week losing to Cincinnati? I, I had the Chiefs last week, and Andy Reid elects to uh, not put the ball in Mahomes' hands right. on a fourth and seven from the 37, sends Harrison Bucker out of there. It's like, you know, uh, what does our buddy John Murray say, kicking us for losers? Oh, I thought that was a bad decision. It was a bad decision Even from a guy that should Even if you make the field goal, yes. the, the Bengals are going to score. Go down and beat They're going to score. Yeah, I mean, I keep, keep the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hands. I, I didn't understand that at all. And now Kansas City has lost three games in one, less than one calendar year against Cincinnati. Denver Broncos rank last in the NFL in scoring offense, 13.8 points per game. But number two in the NFL in scoring defense, mm-hmm. 17 points per game. Yeah, yeah. this defense has yeah. still played hard every, every single week. And they're a tough team to get margin on. So I thought nine and a half was actually very high this year. I, may, I made it around seven. All right, Wes has got a pile of NFL plays this week. Check them out. You can look at the VSIN email or check out vsin.com. Lions, Broncos, a couple of those. Wes, let's take a look at some bowl games here. And there's a lot to handicap, so many different angles in some of these games. And uh, I'm going to start, actually, uh, I'm going to start with you in the Gator Bowl. Notre Dame's had two of its best players opt out for the mm-hmm. NFL draft. South Carolina was a hot team at the end of the season, blew out Tennessee, beat Clemson. Notre Dame is slight favorite in the Gator Bowl, and also questions a quarterback for the Irish here. Yeah, I, th- I think you're looking at a really fragile bowl favorite here. Talking about the fight- Fighting Irish. Yeah, I-, I took three and a half here with South Carolina, yeah. just because they played so well at the end of the season. Obviously, knocking Tennessee essentially out of the college football playoff. You know, and Hooker got hurt in that game, and then going ahead and rallying when it looks like Clemson was going to get away from him, and rallying and winning outright. This is the Gator Bowl, and it is a fine bowl. I have been there. Indiana went there a couple years ago. But uh, uh, I don't know if Notre Dame is going to be up for this bowl necessarily. Uh, this is not a New Year's Six Bowl. I think South Carolina is going to be up to play Notre Dame sure. because this is still Notre Dame. 
I don't care if the record's eight and four or twelve and zero. It's not going to matter. Shane Beamer is going to have his guys up uh, after that. That just pasting they took at Florida in the second week of November. This has been a different team. I like the Gamecocks here to win out. Yeah, I do too. I do too. All right, let's, that's December thirtieth, the day before. You and I are on the same side here with uh, Washington against Texas in the Alamo Bowl. I took six. There were seven out there for a little bit. Why would B. John Robinson, the Texas running back, play in this game? He was the MVP of the Alamo Bowl mm-hmm. two years ago when he rushed for 183 yards as a freshman. He's probably going to be the first running back picked in the NFL draft. Why would he play? I, I have no idea, but uh, I'm glad to see for our Washington cause that Michael Penix is playing. No doubt. He's and, back. and you saw the video you know, where he kind of surprised him at the football banquet. They had no idea. They thought, okay, maybe this guy's going to go in the draft. And uh, Michael Penix Jr., imagine that, Matt, playing behind an actual offensive line that can protect him, which he never had at my alma mater, Indiana. And I think Washington's going to be motivated here. I know that they maybe wanted to get that New Year's Six, thought they were going to have an outside chance at the Rose Bowl, maybe if USC went ahead and took care of Utah. But I still think they're going to be excited to play Texas in Texas. They're going to treat this like a road game. Defense isn't great for the Huskies, but I think they put up enough points. I like it. The Penix is coming back. He's the uh, passing yardage leader in college football this season. He's a Coming back to be a sixth-year senior? Mm-hmm. Seems like he's been in college a long time, yeah. He's had a lot of injuries. I'm glad to have him, see him have a full season healthy. There is one quarterback who's going to be in college football longer than him. Do you know who it is? Mm. Frank Harris of UTSA is coming yes. back for his seventh season for the Roadrunners uh, next season. Uh, let's talk about this one quickly, uh, Wes, and then we got to take a break. Purdue and LSU, and uh, as soon as the Louisville job opened up, I said, Jeff Brom's gone. Absolutely. And uh, I laid eight with uh, LSU in this game. It could be a situation where Purdue loses several players to transfers. They've already lost, uh, I think, three coaches off the staff, three assistants. And this number's up to 10 or 10 and a half, even as high as 11. This is the Citrus Bowl on January Mm -hmm. 2nd. Brian Brom, uh, uh, the brother of Jeff Brom, sticking around to be the interim coach. Uh, look, this was the rightful move, but I think now that I'm starting to see 11, I think uh, right here behind us at Circa Sports, mm-hmm. that looks a little bit high for an LSU team that, man, they were right there, and then they lose to A&M, then they get blown out by Georgia in the SEC championship game. Jaden Daniels listed as questionable, so who's going to go at quarterback for the Bayou Bengals? Uh, at this number, I lean Purdue, but I think the right move was on the LSU So you Tigers. think 11 is as high as this number gets? Uh, maybe 11, 11 and a half, but I think you might see some buyback on the Boilers at some point. All right, follow him at West Reynolds 1. We're going to take a quick break. We come back, we're going to talk Rose Bowl and college basketball to wrap up the hour here in the Circa Friday Football Invitational. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is here, calling all soccer fans with the World Cup in full swing. Now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log in to Bet Rivers every day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. BetRivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Go to BetRivers.com or download the app today to get in on all of the action. Again, BetRivers Sportsbook is at BetRivers.com. Wes Reynolds, I assume you watched and probably bet on the soccer games today. I did. I did, I did not have winners on the soccer okay. games. The basketball was much better tonight, but I did have a, a Argentina uh you know, that's one thing you can bet to win to advance, and I did not do that. I bet the 90-minute line, and, of course, uh, Netherlands at the gun gets it inside there, and uh, Argentina has to advance on penalty kicks. All right, that wraps up tonight's soccer yeah, uh, discussion yeah, yeah, enough for the so- That's enough soccer right. talk for you, right? That's, uh, we're going to move on to the Rose Bowl <laughs> and uh, talk about Utah and Penn State. And uh, there were some openers that went up on these bowls outside the state of Nevada, and I thought there were some uh, soft numbers I played Utah at Pickham in this game, Wes, and uh, yeah, I would still say you can play Utah at minus two and a half at some spots, or you play a cheap money line. Now it's mm-hmm. up to three. I don't think it's going to go higher than three, but again, uh, the Utes had four separate 14-point leads on Ohio State in last year's Rose Bowl. Cameron Rising was knocked out of that game. I think the Utes go back to Pasadena and get the job done here against a Penn State team that's not as talented as last year's Ohio State. Yeah, I'm right there with you because I think we both had Utah in the Rose Bowl. Got there for a cover, didn't get the outright. Because remember when they had to put the backup quarterback in when Rising got hurt, the uh, the pig farmer's son. (laughs) 
Well, I, I forget it. Bryson something. I, I forget his name. But they had to put him in. He throws a touchdown. But, look, I think Penn State, I'm not questioning their motivation. I think they are going to be motivated for this game. This is the Rose Bowl, after all. Especially but, Sean Clifford. It's going to be his final. Yeah, this is la- this is his yeah. last game. Last chance to, you know, go out a winner. But I think Utah, being that they felt that they had this game last year, even against an Ohio State team where, you know, Wilson opted out and also Olave opted out, but they still had Smith and Jigba who had like 800 yards in that game receiving. Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yes, absolutely. Uh, He was outstanding. Britton Covey kept Utah in the game with that return. So, look, I I, I mean, I said it what I said last week during the Pac-12 title game. Utah is not the most talented program in this conference, but they're still the toughest team in this mm-hmm. conference by far. And I think that's why you and I like them and bet them before the season to win the back 12 because they just out tough teams that are, that are more talented than they are. And they take the identity of their coach. I think Kyle Whittingham to get a Rose bowl win, which I don't think he's ever gotten uh, at Utah. I there was he, talk last year that if he got that Rose bowl win against Ohio city, he might retire because right. he wanted to win the Rose bowl so badly. Yeah. Now he's coming back. He's got a second chance. Yeah, I think so. I, I absolutely think so. So uh, I, I like the Utes here. I did lay a cheap money line, and I'm willing to do that with those favorites, the three or under. So uh, go Utes. All right, let's talk college hoops now to wrap up the hour with uh, Wes Reynolds. And Wes, you're taking a bucket list trip for a college basketball fan next weekend. You're going to go to uh, Lawrence, Kansas, mm-hmm. to Allen Fieldhouse. I happened to uh, make it there. I'm going to say, man, I time flies. Maybe it was... Eight, ten years UNLV ago. UNLV played there several years UNLV ago, right? UNLV played Kansas when I was covering the Rebels. And, it, man, that's a great place to see a game. And that was the first time I was able to uh, go to Allen Fieldhouse. You're going to make it there next week for mm-hmm. the first time when Indiana plays Kansas. Yeah, very excited to go. Uh, you know, the Fog, I think one of the great historic venues. And Kansas, obviously, their usual talented team. So we'll see what Indi- where Indiana is coming in. They got a big one here tomorrow I'm going to uh, right Well, at let's the talk MGM about Grand. that one now then. We'll go ahead and transition to that. Number 10, Arizona, who I watched win the Maui Invitational. Very talented team. Big on the front line, and they have a hot shooting guard in Kirk Rissa. Indiana has uh, maybe the best player in the nation, Trace Jackson Davis. I think he's going to surge up the charts at some point here for the National Player of the Year uh, discussion. Uh, But anyway, number 10, Arizona, number 14, Indiana. And, uh, Wes, I saw an opening number out there of uh, Arizona minus one, and it was Pickham. Uh, what, what did you make the number in this game at MGM Grand Garden? You're going to be there tomorrow. Uh, for this I, game. I think it's a pick. Um, and, and, and look, it's going to depend on what style of game this is going to be. I mean, you saw Arizona out in Maui, very impressive. Look, they run the floor, especially their bigs. No doubt. Balo and also uh, Tubelas, they're great floor runners. So, you know, Indiana's going to have to get back in transition defense. I'm not as worried about Indiana defensively in this game. I'm a little bit more worried offensively because they're going to have to make threes here because Trace Jackson Davis, look, you you saw what happened at Rutgers last Saturday. He's going to get doubled, and he's either going to have to pass out of the double team and shooters are going to have to knock down shots, which they did not do against Rutgers, did on Wednesday against Nebraska, or he's going to have to finish uh, through contact, which he can do, but kind of the one knock on Trace Jackson Davis is he really struggles against length, and Arizona has length and then some. Oh, I, mean, oh, yeah. I think they got like five guys, 6'11 or, or, or more. Very or impressed. When I saw the Wildcats in person, very impressed. But on, def- on defense, Indiana, Jalen hood Shafino, <laughs> by the way, looks like he is doubtful. And, you know, some people that were at the game on, uh, on uh, Wednesday texted me actually during our Live Bet Tonight show and said, yeah, I mean, he's, got, he's sitting on like two cushions. He's getting up gingerly during the timeout. So I don't think this is a long-term injury, mm-hmm. but 
I think maybe he returns next week against Kansas. I would list him as doubtful tomorrow, which is kind of a loss because not for the offensive standpoint, but the fact that he can really get into the opposing guards, Arizona's guards. They have a three-guard lineup, Creesa, Courtney Ramey, as well, the Texas transfer. But that's what you're going to have to see Indiana. Indiana's going to have to be physical. If Indiana's the more physical team and they allow this to be a physical tackle basketball Big Ten game, then I favor the Hoosiers in the under. If it's a track meet, Arizona in the over. Well, it's interesting because Indiana defensively allows about 60, 61 points a game, which is uh, top 30 in college basketball mm-hmm. right now. And uh, Arizona's a high-scoring team that wants to get out and run. And I, I think Arizona is going to give Indiana all sorts of problems here. And this is also a game on the West Coast. Like you said, one of Indiana's uh, best young defenders, probably going to miss the game. I made Arizona a two-point favorite. Here. Yeah. I could see that being fair. I think raw numbers I went pick, but this is the type of team that does worry you because Indiana hasn't beaten these teams that they can, you know, that can kind of out-athlete them. I think Arizona's played a tougher schedule to this point, Mm -hmm. too. A little bit Mm -hmm. more battle-tested. Yeah, and Indiana's played a few guarantee games. You know, they beat a North Carolina team that was a little bit overrated. The Xavier win, I think, is going to be a good good win. win, That's a road win. That was a really good win. We're going to find out about Indiana, I think, over these next two weeks. If they could split these two meetings, then I think maybe you got something with this team. All right. Indiana and Arizona at MGM Grand Garden tomorrow. I think that's a 4.30 p.m. Pacific tip-off. Uh, right before that, I played UNLV as a one-point favorite against Washington State. I think here at Circus Sports right now, the Rebels are minus two. Cougars are a four-and-four four team. The Rebels are nine-and-zero. Oh. I just watched mm-hmm. them in person again a, a couple nights ago against Hawaii. Really impressed with the way uh, the Rebels defend. They've got athletes. They're well-coached. I'd be surprised if the Rebels lose this game. It's the first of the doubleheader at MGM. Yeah, I was going to ask you because I have not seen a lot of this UNLV team. I saw kind of the second half against Dayton where they really kind of grinded and really out-toughed Dayton. Dayton's, uh, and, and Dayton's always that team, aren't they, yeah. Matt? You know, but they're not this year. The, the Flyers yeah. don't have it this year. Well, I mean, when they're I, always that inconsistent. Person, yes. Yeah, a little disappointed in Dayton. Yeah, yeah because I remember, la- remember last year when they won that tournament down in Orlando after they lost like three bye games at home. And then you saw them in Maui a couple years ago during the COVID year, and they looked like maybe they were going to be a one seed. They were going to be a one and, seed. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know really what to make of this. Uh, the Rebels, I wonder how they're going to deal with expectations. You know, the fact that, hey, they're undefeated, and maybe some people are talking about them for the first time in a long time. But Kevin Kruger's done a really good job at these It's a pseudo home game here at MGM, too. I think the UNLV fans are getting behind this team right now. At 9-0, and oh, and you get a chance to knock yeah. off a Pac-12 a- After the uh, football team uh, face-planted last night, it's time to uh, get aboard the Rebel strain. Oh, you're talking about the Raiders? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Raiders kind of been out of it for a while. Yes. But you're right. Okay, uh, number eight, Alabama. At number one, Houston. Tomorrow, Circa's got this number at nine. Is that too high, Wes, or do you think the Cougars win by double digits? I think the number is about right. I mean, I was talking about this with Femi uh, on Live Bet tonight, and I kind of want to see maybe if Houston's a little bit amped up and Alabama gets to a lead and maybe play this live. I think this is Houston's game. I think if you remember last year, they got beat. uh, They got a goaltending call, a controversial goaltending call against them at the buzzer that decided the game. And uh, Kelvin Sampson's guys, sometimes uh, Kelvin Sampson's guys can have behavioral issues. Not that that ever happened at Indiana, but it absolutely did. Uh, But those guys were like tipping over trash cans and kicking doors and stormed off the field down there at Coleman Coliseum in Tuscaloosa. So 
they remember this game. Uh, you know, Houston, they haven't gotten margin, though, against better teams, though. They didn't get margin against St. Mary's. So this line's going to look high, and that's why you see it juiced eight and a half on the Alabama side. But I think this is Houston's game. All right, one more to talk about number four, Purdue at Nebraska. Big Ten basketball early in the morning. I think the Boilermakers are in for a tricky road spot. I do, too. Here tomorrow. I took nine with Nebraska. Uh, and this Huskers team, by the way, beat Creighton. Mm-hmm. On the road a week ago mm-hmm. by 10 before losing in Indiana. Check to see if Sam Greasel, the uh, point guard that North Dakota State transfer is going to play. He did not play at Indiana. Yep. And Indiana easily dispatched of the customers. But I'm with you on the home team here. All right. That's Wes Reynolds. Enjoy the trip next week to Lawrence, Thank Kansas. You. Thanks for uh, sticking around for the first hour tonight. James Salinas and the Circa Friday Football Invitational plays on deck. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus